Joy Falls. Tools here for my good friends at Cavalero Newbauer Chevrolet, located on 104 uh, East in um, Williamson. Just about a stone's throw from Webster. I'm a big, big fan of uh, Tony Cavalero and his family. We're talking about a family-run business. I just love everything about them. I just love the atmosphere when you go in there. I love the fact that it's local. It's a family-run uh, car business, and they've got everything you need here for winter. They've got an incredible, incredible um, staff there, and we're talking about what uh, service center, which is award-winning. Right now, they'll get you ready for winter. Uh, you want a Silverado. They also, what I'm driving right now, it's the Chevy Blazer, which is just incredible. I'm just a big, big fan of everything about Cavalero Newbauer Chevrolet. They've got you covered from sporty and stylish to pre-owned vehicles with certified Carfax reports. they got all the bells and whistles on all these vehicles. And I tell you, the people there, it's just second to none. It's like you, you walk in there. It's like going into one of your favorite whatever it may be, favorite pub, favorite coffee shop. You just go in there and just you feel right at home. No matter the season, Cavalero Newbauer Chevrolet, Route 104, East in Williamson is your place to go. Or go online at cnchevy.com. We are rocking here on this. Zach has it going with the welcome music. Todd, talk to me about... It's, it's like throwback. It's everyone is great. Yeah. Look at you. Like you said earlier, memories come pop in your head. Memories? Do you know how he didn't stand up at the one during the uh, national anthem? John Mellencamp, Cougar Mellencamp. Wait, he did. Wait, he did it. He did not. Wait a minute. Everyone oh. around him. It was at a. It was at a NFL game, and he was sitting there eating out of box, a right? eating popcorn. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't do it. Maybe he didn't know what was going on. You would you would think people want to say that, but everyone in front of him standing up with their hand across their chest, like he's anti standing up. I don't know. Farm aid guy? I wouldn't think so. I, I wouldn't think I so. Don't know. I'm just here to start trouble. I, he is. <laughs> I was severely disappointed. Like, yeah, everybody is, was. Yeah. I have a bunch of his vinyl, and I almost, I almost burned it that uh, night. But I, I paused. Well, what you did pause from burning it? I did Brent? pause from burning that it. That is Brett Sobereski, who has a book out now. How long is the book? It's called Gray Man: An Average Man's Journey to Personal Greatness. How long has the book been out, Brett? Um, I, I self-published it in uh, the end of June. Wait, so it's just been out there? Just, yeah, Wait, just, you self-published it? I did self-publish it. How, do how does someone self-publish a book? When you retire, you have a lot of time on your hands, right? <laughs> so then you, how uh, old are you? How do you retire? I've been retired two and a half years, Okay, um, and I'm 56. I'm almost, Todd and I are about the same age. Yeah. Wow. How does it, what's it like to be retired? Oh, gosh. It's, I'm living my best life ever. It's incredible. It's truly, every day is incredible. I work 32 years. In law enforcement? Yeah. Do you and, miss uh, it, law enforcement? So it's funny. They say, like, you know, you, you, you don't miss the circus, you miss the clowns. You miss the guys you work with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I that's do. why I miss the SWAT guys. I miss teaching at the police academy. I ran the uh, PT program oh, okay. at, the, at the law enforcement academy. It's a part-time job, yeah. which Todd had done for many, many years. And uh, I really miss, like, impacting those young officers that come on the job. I bet. And try to make them tougher. But I... You know, I'm, I have a great life. I, you know, I'm not working at all. And, not uh, at all. Not at all. Not a not So, what all. is your day? So, what time? What time do you get up? Walk me through one of your days, Brett. See, uh, you got to. It's, it's the. It depends on what uh, time of the year it is. From okay. October one till about Christmas time, I hunt every day for about eight hours a day. Wait, eight hours? Where do you? Okay, where do you go to hunt? So, I own 57 acres of property that, that I manage for deer. I plant food all summer with my tractor and oh. trim lanes and. 
let the little ones go till the big ones go. You take care and, of them, okay? Yeah, sweet. Like, and uh, so I, I'm a. It's my my first passion is hunting. Okay, bow hunting primarily, but gun hunting also. So I rushed out of the tree stand, got here today. Hey, so <laughs> yeah, did first. you catch anything today or get anything today? No, like I, I honestly like if I if I can't mount it, if it's not a giant one, I generally won't shoot it. Okay, where I shoot a doe for meat, you know, because I, I love venison. I yeah, you know, I haven't had it in years, but I do remember loving it. It's been years since I've had so it. So organic, right? Right, I mean, it can't get more no, organic. Not pumped sure. with hormones or okay. anything like that. And then, uh, you know, See, middle of the day, I, I come back in, get my workout done, and um, what kind of workout? What are you doing? So, you know, I'm mostly running, and uh, I, I kind of got into, like, powerlifting, which is weird, because I, I you know, there's fast twitch muscles, yeah, there's slow yeah. twitch. Yo, sure. I have no twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, you know, all, that dude's got him. So He's got the big uh, the big twitches. So I got to tell you the story. <laughs> big twitches. My, one of my, it's in, it's actually in the yeah. book, and Todd wrote the foreword to my, in my book. Oh, wait a minute. Which... I'm biased, but the forward is the best part of the book. Oh, yeah. I swear to God, I, uh-huh. I can't read it without it crying. says the truth, Brett. That's why. I can't You're wait to read this. Me. Yeah, there it is by Todd it, Baxter. It's incredible. Yeah. How many forwards have you written, Don? One. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that's perfection. Honestly, like you I read bet. the forward, that's, everything else after every page yeah, is a, uh, is a letdown true. after that. So walk. The, so talk about the book then, Brett. What does it, you, you say, an average man's journey to personal greatness, what does it cover? So, uh, and again, I, I have to define gray man, gray woman, gray person. Yeah. It's those average people, average looking, average intelligence. I had sub-average athletic skills. And you just get lost in the blur. Like, you, there's no stimulus. You get overlooked. And you you appear to, to be it. anything but average, but continue. Wholly average. And the problem is you try to, you try to mesh that with grandiose ideas. I was always had these great dreams of being great on a global level. Okay. But it's hard when you're absolutely average. And then, you know, I picked up the bad habit of smoking. Uh, smoked for 15 years. Oh, you did? I did. How smoked many packs heavy. were you smoking? Uh, Are you talking cigs or cigs. other stuff? Okay. One or two packs a day. Really? And uh, then these perfect storms came in my life. And they all came at the right time. Uh, the first one was I'm sitting around the table with my wife and my two young boys. And out of the corner of my eye, I see my youngest son with a pretzel rod pretending he was smoking it. Oh, mimicking you. And I wanted, yeah. I wanted so bad to yell. And I stopped for a second. I'm like, well, you smoked, Brett, because your dad did. And I don't blame my dad. I was a grown man when I started smoking in 19. Fair. But I'm like, he's going to follow on. So I quit smoking that night. Decided to be a better role model for my kids, trying to get healthy. Just quit without any help. You just quit cold that turkey. Next morning, I went to uh, Wegmans before I went to work and slapped a patch on my shoulder. And it worked? Because a lot of times you hear the patch doesn't always work. It worked, it, it worked tremendously, along with changing up my routines. Yeah. You know, I'd be driving to work, and I'd hit a stoplight, and I'd reach in my pocket for a cigarette, because I always had a cigarette at that light. So I drove different ways to work, um, You know, parked at different areas, because I always smoked before I went in. So I finally kind of got healthy, and then the biggest thing is at 37, I joined the SWAT team. Really? Got around hard. That's, a, that's old. To yeah, I was going to say, 37 yeah, appears yeah. to be it's old. a young man's game. I think I'm the, old, I'm probably the oldest to ever do it, you know, and then I, I What stayed. prompted you to join the SWAT team? I always wanted to, and I'm glad I did when I was younger, because I probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah. And then I had this opportunity, and, and I looked up to these guys so much, the, the Todd Baxters, the Mike Deals, the I Aaron Springers. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, I got around these tough, tough men who were not just physically tough, but mentally tough. Yeah. And I'll tell you a story. is I just got on the team, and we had a long training day. And Todd is more machine than man. Like, a lot of times you didn't get a lunch break. You ate out of your cargo pockets like a 
protein bar or a Gatorade you had stashed. Look at Todd. We worked like nine hours. A real man. <laughs> oh God! Like he's a man. You look at the word man. You see Todd. Of course, you right do. there. Uh, right? Absolutely. And like a fitness god. So he's built like a truck. It's the it's the end of the day, and he's rushing us to get clean our guns, and we're already there longer than we should have yeah. been. And someone said to him, "Hey, you got a hot date, Todd?" Joking, and I heard him whisper, "He's like, I got to go home and run eighteen miles. I'm training for a marathon." Whoa! I'm like. I'm not even making home without falling asleep. Wait, after a full day, I'm going to go run 18 miles? That was the most insane thing I ever heard in my life up to that point. (laughs) Until you read that book. The most insane thing. It still is. That's the most insane thing. It is. I was going to go home, have a warm meal, pop some toothpicks under my eyes, play with the kids for an hour, and go to bed. Damn. And that guy's going to go home and run for three hours or so. But you put your body through that at 37 to join the SWAT team. Yeah, it was a great that's, decision. That's a grind, life. right? It, it it truly is. And then at the end of my career, where they really picked up usage, like back yeah. when Todd and I, we were on there, maybe like 30 missions a year. Right. Yeah, that would be a lot. Back in we're the doing day. 130 now a, a year, 130 missions. As a part-time team, it's not your full-time job. Wait, 130 missions? Oh, yeah. Like, what, explain a mission. So most of them have to do with you know, executing high-risk search warrants where there's oh. know, killers inside, oh, people with guns, I'm out drug already. dealers, robbers. Yeah, um, That's the majority of it. So like every three days, the SWAT team's being used in, our, in, in Rochester. It's a grind now. It's a, it's a grind. It's a, it's a crazy grind. You don't know what the hell's going to happen either. No, I love it. I prepare for that going into something you don't know yeah, it's, it's the a, outcome. It's like a sporting event. You know, your training kicks in, obviously, yeah. your, your policies and procedures, but more importantly, your team. You know, you, you, you just think about accomplishing your mission the best part you can. But you could die that doing mission that is. mission. Yeah, you, I, Possibly. Every, every SWAT stressful. operation I went on, I, I said uh, a prayer on the way to the jump-off point. I did it religiously for 19 years, no pun intended. Uh, but then, as soon as that jump off point, that line of departure, whatever you want to call it, yeah, it, it's it, you're in game mode, you know, and you're just relying okay. back on your your teammates wow. and your your policies, your procedures, those. But you're training, you're training your teamwork. It's all about doing your part and doing it as best you can. Yeah, you don't think? I mean, not that there's not fear, like you know, yeah. absence of fear is insanity. You know, if you're not afraid of something, but whatever. but you just you like Todd said, you don't you don't think about the death part. You just think about when I go through this door, I'm going to go right. My partner's going to go left, and I'm going to. Do what I do, do in training. And it How takes do you over. replace that rush now? Because you had that's the ultimate rush. Now you don't. What do you do to capture that rush? Do you miss that rush? Um, I miss it to a degree, but it, it, it after a while, it's not a rush. It's a, it's you know, it's like Josh Allen playing football. Every game for him is probably not a giant rush like it was okay. when he first started. Um, but I miss the guys, and I miss like I I would go and train with them occasionally yeah. now. And when I get there, I'm like, gosh, man, I miss you guys so much. You want to come back. Oh, I, you want back, Brad. A little part. If they can just let me come back and be on the spot team, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it tomorrow, man. Oh. I would do it tomorrow. And uh, so then it's just how I, how, like, I, I, I met the right people at the right time. Yeah. I met the Baxters. Oh, good people. Okay, uh, the first family. We met these Navy Rochester. SEALs that came into town. Yeah, great, great had human a, beings. And Todd's great friends with one of them who had a great impact on my life. And all these things just started happening in my life, and I'm like, I'm going to run a half marathon. Oh boy! Um, and then I would do that. I swam. We swam down when we were with the seals in Virginia at their base. We swam. You mean swam with them? So how got, long do you? I, I, I can only imagine. So he's like, we we ran to the pool one morning, and Wemo, this this Navy SEAL, 
he's like a good a good goal would be to stay active in the pool for 30 minutes if you could swim swim if you could tread water tread water if you can't swim water walk so i was on the swim team as a young gray child not very good so i swam for about a half an hour down there and i was like it kind of came back to me although i thought i was going to die in the pool and then i saw i had this bicycle i'm like i'm going to be one of those iron man guys who does oh, a triathlon? Well, look at you. So, oh my God, everyone, was, you do the research, and I almost fell off my chair when I learned the distances. It was two point two mile swim, hundred and twelve mile bike, and then you run a twenty six point two miles. That's like the Buffalo and back, right? Yeah, it's crazy. pretty much. So I, I didn't know it was that long before I committed to it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And you know, everyone said if you read all the experts online, never do that your first year of training. Never do that. Work up to it. Well, you put your body through hell. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, tomorrow's not promised to anyone. I even knew that as a fairly young man, okay. 38, 39. Good way of looking at it. And uh, so I did my I did my first Ironman, and after I did that, I started to see things a lot differently. Oh, like, I bet through a different lens. I was still not as tough as I could have should have been, but things stopped being so hard. SWAT days stopped being so hard after that. Different perspective. Interesting. Uh, much. I started becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. How many Ironmans you said you did your first Ironman? So that means you probably <laughs> followed it up with a second so or I third? Did, I did two. And okay. then I had this great idea where I learned there was such a thing as a double Ironman. Todd, you ever done these Ironmans? I've Iron never Man's done an Ironman, but the double Ironman is so absolutely double. insanity. They double the distance. Wait, so you're talking about swimming 2.3 miles? You swim 4.6 miles? 4.4. Or 4. Point whatever. So it was three hours of swimming. Wait, you had a bike 224 miles? 17 hours on oh, a bicycle so, seat. And I told you to yeah, now, Brad, stop. No, listen, stop. And here's the best part. You, you you rode your bike two and a half miles, you turned around a cone and came back and did it 47 times. The same loop. Oh, my God. That would drive me crazy. It kind of did. <laughs> it kind of did. Holy. And that run 52.4 miles after. How about, okay. I know we're late, but how many weeks does it take to train for someone? How many months? I shouldn't even say weeks. Uh, about, uh, about four months. Four months. Give or take. Zach, I couldn't sit on a bicycle seat still that long. So yeah. that was twenty nine hours and two minutes of <laughs> wait, perpetual motion. Wait, that's how long? Wait, how long did it take? Twenty nine hours. That's and two over minutes. a day. Yeah. Yep. So you start now. Uh, you start now at one eighteen. I'll see you tomorrow dinner at time. dinner time. You know what's oh the worst my God. part? Is? I wanted to do it in twenty nine hours, and it was twenty nine hours and two minutes. And I'm like, I still figured out how to get that two minutes back. Underachiever. I got to yeah, <laughs> classic underachiever. I got to know what it's like afterwards. You you go right to sleep for like two days or what can't do do? sleep because your body is so right. was so elevated okay. that when it crashes, it's almost like a shock. Yeah, like you start tremoring and start shallow breathing. It's kind of scary. At Are first. you eating yeah. during the uh, during at, the every double? twenty thirty minutes? You're eating. Okay, that's eating good. drinking. All right. But then I got up that next morning and I couldn't walk. I'm, I legit. Could not walk. How long did you sleep? Um, right after, I only slept like two or three hours. It was too painful to sleep. Like you just, if you just twitched, like everything hurt. Wow. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is great stuff. Brett Sobereski and, of course, uh, our, we have double now celebrity guest host. Todd Baxter has been holding the fort down. Oh, Mary's listening. <laughs> double, two of the best in-shape guys you're ever going to meet. I didn't even think of even when my shoulder was healthy. I never thought about doing an Iron Man. No, or or seventy push-ups. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> after you read that book, it's changed. I a can't lot of wait lives. to it read this book. Has changed a lot of lives. I've, I've I can't. It's, it's called ones. "The Gray Man: An Average Man's Journey to Personal Greatness" uh, by Brett Sobereski. We'll talk more coming up next right here, Radio ninety-five one. <laughs> 
Chester's radio. You know, I love my Amen's Corner. It's uh, Amen's Farm Market. It's been around for, gosh, so, so long. We're talking 200 years. It's been around. It's been a staple here in Rochester for many, many years. You know, I love Bob and Patty Amen. Now's the time to go over and score your uh, Christmas tree. Patty also will make holiday wreaths for your windows, which we did. Our house looks like a postcard. Bought our Christmas tree there last week. And then when you're there, you can buy the... Uh, a tree stand. What they'll do is when you buy the stand, then when you buy the tree, they drill a hole in the bottom of your tree and then they throw it right on the spike. Boom. Tree doesn't fall, Zach. That's My tree fell one year. Not anymore. Not when I went and bought the the uh, tree stand from Amen's Corner, Amen's Farm Market. I love that. I love the place. I love everything they have it there uh, in terms of the reeds, the trees, number one, number two. Also, we're talking about uh, over 350 varieties of beers for all to get ready for your holiday gatherings. Best snacks in town. They got everything in a forest full of firewood for your wood-burning fireplace. They've got propane to refill the tanks. They've got a great little gift department. They have this Buffalo Bills light that you'll love. It's unbelievable. You can go shopping at Amen's Corner, Amen's Farm Market for that someone tough to buy for. Plus, they have the holiday village there with the with the historic. They got the train and the village. It's huge. It's beautiful. You know, they got the poinsettias. Everything you need for the holidays is happening at Amen's Corner, Amen's Farm Market. It's right off the 590 North Expressway, right next to East Ridge High School. When you walk in, make sure you say hello to Bob and Patty Amen for me. I want to rock! Yes. We are rocking here with two of the toughest dudes you'll ever meet. Todd Baxter has been here, uh, the Monroe County Sheriff, our celebrity uh, guest host. And uh, Brett Sobereski is here as well, another tough dude. So, Tools, can I share a, a Brett story? There's a thousand. I, I would love it. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay. So, we spent many years together on the SWAT team. But in addition to that, he was a narcotics officer for years and years and years. Oh, boy. Buying uh, dope and going in some very dangerous situations and serving the search warrants to put prosecutable cases together. But little known fact about Brett, and I, I noticed it didn't make the book, that every... House that he went and he did a search warrant. He ate something out of that house. Wait, 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 wait Every, We're thing? talking thousands of search warrants. Wait, you, you, what, you open the fridge or the pantry? What are you uh, doing? Do you it, trust what's in there? No. Uh, so I, I don't ever get sick, and that's probably why I have a, <laughs> I have a healthy immune system. And it, it became almost like a superstitious thing. Oh, you know, it'll be like a box of pizza under the couch. Wait, you're, you're no wait, exaggeration. You're, Wait, you, wait, you're not eating that <laughs> yeah, under the couch pizza. Yeah. Are you? Oh, or just taking a bite? Yeah, taking a bite okay. or two. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I would ask the people, I'm like, hey, you know, you, you mind if I have some of those cookies on the couch? Wait, there? after you arrest them, you say, can I have some of your yeah. pizza? Yeah, that's I mean, it. <laughs> so we're talking earlier. That's the relationship. I mean, you, uh, yes. everybody's got a job to do, and you're secure. If you go in there and you're like, nicely. you're a scumbag, you're a jerk, they're yeah. never going to give you a confession, right? Oh. They're never going to be like, oh, I love that guy. You throw a little charm on then. I, I would, He's got there, it. Was, there was this drug dealer. <laughs> and then you eat with them? Tricks in the trade. Yeah. International drug dealer from Dominican Republic. The, yeah. the biggest drug dealer, cocaine dealer in Rochester at the time. I interviewed him one time. We we didn't catch him with the dope. We missed it. And but we, I built a report with him when they finally arrested him in Dominican Republic and, and extradited him back here. Yeah, he's like, I only talked to that ball headed guy. <laughs> but, he goes, that's the only guy I'm talking. Oh my to. god, you yeah. want him over? The feds were so mad at him. Yes, I bet. <laughs> Eating pizza under the couch. Anything else maybe that comes to mind? M and M's like in between the couch. I mean, what do you? There was like a half eaten pickle in an open jar one time. On the, stop. Yeah. I mean, that's why you don't get sick. You're right. Your stomach is like it's made of iron. Yes. Except for point. it's the other bad part is it was when I swam across Lake Ontario, yeah. which was another horrible idea, I drank so much of that lake water inadvertently that I got some type of bacteria in my body. Oh, I bet. And I had nonstop diarrhea like for the last six, seven hours. 
Oi. While swimming. Why swimming. swimming? Oh, wait. While, while you were swimming? swimming? Yes, sir. How do you keep swimming? You just put your, your trunks around like your, your knees and just let it happen. <laughs> wait, so while you're swimming, you detrouve. You detrunk, basically. You yes. put them low. Yep. How can you swim though when it's like it's restricting your legs if it's a down low? It was. I was at a point. I mean, it, it took me twenty one and a half hours of straight swimming to get across that lake. It was thirty two miles. So I, I mean, you just do what you have to do to. Get I guess to land. you do. Yeah. Is there anything you can take a little rest? Is there something to like hold on to? You know? No, I, I would swim over my my great friend Wayne. He would kayak next to me, and then oh, he follow the boat. There you go. Okay. But I wouldn't hang on to the kayak. He and there was one time I had hypothermia so bad that. He handed me a Gatorade, and I tread water, and I couldn't even drink it, like get it in my mouth when I was shaking so bad. He had to hang on to my hand, you know, to get this it. Is, this is incredible. Yeah, it was, it was, that was a great adventure. And it was different than running, right? Because when you run, you can stop running. You can sit under a tree. You could sit in a cool car if you're hot. In the lake, you couldn't, you couldn't get away from it. And I felt it stealing my soul, like stealing I, the life from me. Been like near death. Yeah, yeah. I was near death. I... I so certain people have that certain whatever you want to call it. You have that. See, I don't I, have that, Nick. You and Todd have that. Well, that's, never, that's, the that's, book. Mine. that's the book. That's the I never book. had it. That's the so book. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an average athlete. Yeah. So I figured out if I could train my brain, if I could be tough, mentally tough, if I could try to break myself when I'm training so I know when it yeah. comes to the real thing, I won't break. Okay. That's how I figured it out. And the first time I ever figured out personal greatness was when I, I built my own house. And when I mean built well, my own house. you told me this during the break. Like, I build a house. Like, you didn't put us up like the, like, I, I can put up drywall. I can do that. I can't build, like, you actually built, framed your whole house. And I say, I say me. I, my dad was a tremendous help and some yeah. very, very good handful of good friends. I hired out the basement, the, founda- the foundation, the drywall, and the heating. And I did everything else myself. Framed it, siding, roof doors. Um, shingles, insulation, all the plumbing, all all the electrical, all the finish work. How long did it take you to complete? So it took me nine months. Okay. And it was four hours every day after work, Monday through Friday, 14 hours on Saturdays, 14 hours on Sundays. I was three months into it, and I sat, I went there one day to work, and I sat at the yeah. back of the house, and I thought about everything I had to do, and I said, I can't do this. I, I said, bet. I said, this is why they don't give people building loans like myself, because <laughs> they never get it done. And then the bank ends up with a half-built house. And I didn't even put my tool belt on. I wanted it to burn to the ground. Honestly, I wanted it just out of my life because I, I couldn't do it. And I, yeah. I didn't touch it for a couple of days. And my dad took notice, gave me some tough love on the phone. He's like, we can do this. And I wanted to be like, Dad, no, you don't know what you're talking about. But guess what? My dad built his own house. He did it himself. Well, he did. So he knew. Like, like he, father, like yeah, son. Yeah, so I couldn't tell him, like, you don't know what you're talking about. And he gave me some tough love. And we got back at it. And uh, after nine long months... And it's the greatest, it's the hardest thing I ever did in my well, life. Well, stop. No, it's not. You swam across Lake Ontario while while feeding the fish, so to speak, <laughs> right? Uh, you've been near death how many times doing these uh, um, double Ironman? And you're saying building a house is harder? The hardest, it was four hours every day. Oh, my God. And 28 hours on the weekend, nonstop. And, but when I got done, I was like, this is something great that I did. Like the first time in my life I felt greatness and what that came with was a great amount of, of toil, a great amount of sacrifice, great amount of determination to get it done. And I, I walk in my house now. When I go home, I'm walking my house. I'm going to smile when I look around at it. And I find myself it's on your the house. Couch, and I just sit there and look around at the, at the floors and the ceilings. And I'm like, my heart and soul is in that house. Every 
every bit of that house. You did. And the shine in 16 years is not worn off. And so I think that was the impetus to me doing the first Iron Man is I wanted to experience some type of greatness again. And I knew I had time on my hands to do something else. Man. And I wanted to, I wanted to feel that again. I'm inspired right now. I'm going to be honest with you, Zach. Well, what have we done? Well, it's going to inspire you to do what? Because all the things that he's done are still out of the question in my life. You know, what's going to inspire us? I mean, we've got to start a lot. Yeah, it doesn't have to be physical fitness. Build well, a doghouse. It doesn't house. have to be physical fitness. Right. It's, it's, there's <laughs> things I want to build. You talk motorcycle rides. I mean, just pick yeah. something that's yeah. uh, that's pushing you to a limit you never thought you could wow. get to. Wow. You build a house. You but, want me to just ride my motorcycle? It's that's amazing the logistics and stuff. Could you build a house, Todd? You ever done that? Oh no, square and plumber, not in my vocabulary. Man. Bro, where can you get the book? It's uh, Gray Man, An Average Man's Journey to Personal Greatness. It's on Amazon. Amazon? Yep, go right Amazon to Amazon. Is. Yes, sir. I can't wait to start reading this stuff. It, uh, yeah, and, it's, and like, well, things just kind of spiraled in, into other things. And like, yeah. God helped me out. One time I ran 50 hours straight for Special Olympics for their 50th anniversary to raise money. Okay. I ran from Buffalo. I almost made it to Syracuse. Wait, 50 hours? No, yeah. Wait, straight? straight? No, straight. no one does that. That's almost two. That's, that's over two days. So you start today and you stop running sometime on Sunday. And stop. <laughs> well, the best part was. <laughs> no one could do that. I wanted to do for 48 hours. Yeah. And the Special Olympic people what? like, what's another two? And I was yeah. like, that? <laughs> and I bit my tongue. I was like, it's going to seem like forever. So when 48 hours came along, I looked at the guy. I'm like, yeah, what's another two hours? Hours, you jerk yeah and, uh, my feet were falling off like but i i did it as a, a kind of a gift uh there was a lieutenant john pre on the job okay who did special events and he was giantly involved in special olympics like you could see it was his passion this one kid is like his son almost yeah and he just he just always always was there for special olympics he retired i said john i want to give you this present i want to raise money in your name okay Good. Run for forty eight hours, and they're like, "Well, what about 50? And it turned into a thing. Todd came out middle of the night. Todd, look at Todd. I Always was running there. in Orleans it's County, a great wingman. Orleans County, Orleans County, in the uh, OC. On. Oh, <laughs> and then I look, and there's Baxter, his son, uh, Zach, Zach yeah. uh, Lonsberry. Lonsberry even went in out the there. Middle, it was like two in the morning, in the middle of nowhere. And oh I, my I god! Got it and there they are. And I was they like, got oh. support, buddy. It was the greatest. And then you know what I he bet. did was. As I've crossed into Monroe County, there was like 15 police officers in a line. Brockport police, sheriff, state police, maybe yeah. some. And they were all like cheering me on. People I had taught in the academy. It was just a huge pick-me-up because I had already been running for like 15, 16 hours, and I was a little tired. And uh, it really carried me. A little tired. <laughs> a little, a little just tired. a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I'm tired as hearing this. <laughs> I'm ready for a nap. I will take one final break. We'll come on back. Uh, are you a Bills fan? Born and raised in Lockport, New York. Oh, okay. Been we, a Bills fan since they couldn't win the four Super Bowls. Well, this, we'll, we will look you back. You used to get in fights with the Jets when the Jets came back then. Oh, back then. then the whole right? sections would brawl. We'd all get in fights. Oh, it was, it was crazy. Wait, would you <laughs> actually get in a fight? I, we did one time. Now, they always say nobody ever wins a fight. Did you ever lose a fight? I've lost plenty of fights. You I'm, a, I'm a great man. <laughs> I got no twitch muscles. Uh, well, come on back. Uh, by the way, uh, real quick, there's a Nighthawks viewing party tonight. At the Exchange, 251 Exchange Boulevard. It's happening on Saturday night. I think I said tonight, Saturday night. Uh, it's as they uh, open the season at the Georgia Swarm. So our Rochester uh, Nighthawks lacrosse gets underway tomorrow. Nice little party happening tomorrow night at the Exchange. We'll come on back. One final segment with Todd and Brett. We'll look back at the Bills win last night. This is Play Responsibly. Uh, the light. Great tune, Manford Man. 
I am Tools. That's Zach. We've got uh, a couple of celebrities here for our celebrity go- uh, co-host. Has been Todd Baxter, Monroe County Sheriff, future, uh, future. We want to say governor, attorney general, or president. Zach, go straight to president. Let's go to president. So the rad czar is out then. We're not, we're not we don't. <laughs> You know. Sign me up for that, dude. I, I, I come I out of retirement. Rats Soberuski could handle being the, the Rats are in New York. <laughs> I think you give could. me a knife and I don't know, blowgun. I'm not yeah. sure. It's, it's going to pay about, they say, around 170 grand uh, in New York or something like yeah. that. It's going to pay well. Uh, before we proceed, you've got you've got a run coming up, Brett? A, a charity run? I do. Um, and it's not till uh, it's many, many months off. It's okay. not till April. Uh, oh, good. So we know in July that... Uh, Tony Mazurkiewicz was murdered in the line of duty. Yeah. And I, I've known Tony his whole career. Um, I, I don't think, uh, I've never worked with him. We worked by each other's unit, but never hand in hand. Although, where he worked in the tactical unit, they always helped us with our SWAT warrants. Like they were our uniform support. In the TAC unit, their number designator is eight. Okay. Sometimes they yeah. would call them the crazy eights because they got the crazy assignments catching yeah. murderers and robbers and shooters and rapists and everything else. So, I just felt like we kind of became numb a little bit, you know, maybe after Daryl Pearson. I, I think we, 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 we moved on too quick from his murder. Oh, um, okay. You know, especially when there's been, there's a murder every day in Rochester or a yeah. murder every other day. And I think we just kind of glossed over on it, unfortunately. So I'm going to raise some money, but more importantly, some awareness about his death. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through eight states. I'm going to run from Florida to New York. Okay. Over 48 days to a marathon a day, 26.2 miles a day. Every day. That's a great. It sounds like I got. I just watched the movie Forrest Gump. You just started running, just didn't stop. That's do, pretty hey, much what you're doing. Why do you think this beer's getting grown out? Damn, good yes. for you. I'm gonna come back on, Ju- on June okay. 11th and yeah. look like Forrest Gump after 1,250 miles of running. The beer looks good, buddy. Thank you. For someone who's growing one, not growing one, but my wife and daughter want to see what I would look like with scruff. <laughs> So I'm doing this. I there, think it looks tight. I wife, like it. My wife just shaved it the other day. She shaved it. She did. She got this little thing. I went, she sat yeah. in the chair and she was doing this. So she's going to keep it. She's looks an good. amazing lady. But, 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 <laughs> but here's the problem, though. When you start doing you try to go in for a makeout. You know what happens? This is not good. Scruff. You got to get a little bit longer, then it gets a little bit softer. Oh, like, it does. Yeah, you're at that like yeah sandpaper phase, but this isn't like sandpaper anymore. Oh boy, that's throw not a little good. conditioner. My my girlfriend owns a hair salon. She does. So she gives me these nice products for my beard, makes Ooh. it soft and silky and Damn. not crazy. Oh man, this is being recorded, right? Yeah, I can use this later on the soft and silky. <laughs> you guys been together how many years? Five years. Five. Oh, buddy, when are you taking the plunge? When's game two? Yeah. Never. We, I spend like half the time at her house in Webster, half the time in my house. We get along fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you guys don't even like cohabitate. You no. don't cohabitate. No. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you did. No. You got that giant house out in uh, Orleans? She, I, I lure her out there once in a while, but she, she's like, I feel like I'm driving to Canada. Like, I'm so far, <laughs> I'm so far west and I north. Bet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, so you are a Bills fan then, right? Did you watch last night's game? Do you of get course. In, right? I did. Someone writing it. I didn't. I, all I'm saying is now New England's become Buffalo. All of a sudden, they look. You know, yeah, they look the, like an inferior team, an inferior reversed, organization. Right? The yeah. roles are reversed. Are they not? It's, it's incredible. A while. I, and and I hate to never even see say Buffalo. This. I'm sorry, Buffalo. No. What they did. Or you never see them quit. You know. And, no. You know, throwing in the towel is. Mm-hmm. is so we saw New England right? do last night. And you're, you're never going to let me on the show again. But my second favorite team was always the Pats. How's that possible? That's, it's not possible, but it is. I love Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's one of the best players to ever play the game at quarterback. Not going to disagree with that at all. And I, I love that they could win. 
And the sometimes winners. they cheat a little bit. Well, sometimes if you're not cheating, you ain't trying. You ain't trying. That's what they say. <laughs> and I love the. I, they were they were my second yeah. favorite team. And and but to see like the Bills just dominate them last night. And they see did. Belichick just like like you said. Get, at the end, I'm like, you're not even going to try. I mean, you look at the score. You know, twenty four ten does it. You had to watch the game. The Bills dominated. They had the ball for over thirty eight minutes. Yes. And New England's off. And Mac Jones is. If I'm a Patriots fan today, that ain't the guy. No, I'm sorry. No. That ain't the guy. I was a little worried the first quarter. Like the beginning yeah. of the first quarter, we came out a little little flat and uh but then it was just like they said pure no. domination. Jets next week then Miami. This is going to be fun. Be the next 2 weeks. And you just getting fights when you went to Jets games. Their whole sections would fight. It was crazy back then. Yeah. It was, and you didn't start a fight, but before you know it, you were in a fight. Like yeah, you got in the wrong side with the Jets and it, those guys were nuts coming up from New York City. Like they love to fight. It's all alcohol and dudes. Oh gosh! So, yeah, yeah. Back right? then, you know, they sold the giant beers, and you know, they sold it right up to the end of the game. It was crazy. I mean, it was the eighties, right? Back then, I covering the Bills. I always used to remember what we used to was watch security with the lime green just converge on. You knew there was a fight going on. Yes, and that was sometimes remember when they were putting dogs on the, the field game. for a long time. They, yes, they were hiring Wait. police canines, put them on the field so you wouldn't rush the field. I mean, Absolutely. That's how panicked people from Rochester were going out there with the canines. At the end of the show, in just a few minutes, we got a chance to win um, 400 tickets Mm -hmm. for the show coming up in June. The historic farewell tour. I know we have a few minutes left, but we should end with what what we learned because there's so many things we learned today. What did right? you learn in school today, dear? <laughs> so much I don't know what to choose from over here. What did you learn in school today, today, dear little boy? Today was a very educational show. Educational to, I mean, where do we begin? We start with Brett running double, double Ironmans and living to tell about it. And then he had a, uh, his, his word, diarrhea problem yeah. while swimming across Lake Ontario. Absolutely. Which I kind of envisioned almost working a little bit like an yeah. engine. You know, oh, being forced careful. back, giving you a little bit of... Opposite equal reaction. Right for every action is an opposite and equal reaction. Reaction. Right. Uh, so you're blowing it out this Probably way. helped me finish now I think about it. Yeah. Probably was a good thing. Yes. Right? You might still be out there without that yeah. diary. I also learned that uh, Todd Baxter's wife, Mary, lovely yeah, woman, absolutely. lays out his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Was that yours? No, I got a similar okay, one. Okay, go ahead. Despite looking like you could bench press the five-star bank plaza, which yeah, you Yeah, if this building ever needed to be moved, yes. these two guys could just pick it up and move it if but, they wanted to. Uh, uh, Sheriff Baxter claims he has never bench pressed over 300 never. pounds. Never. Never over 300. He says never. And Brett's in the power lifting now. Brett, too. did you ever bench over three bills? Uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Wait, over, how much was man. it? 325? 305. Three, how many times? Uh, twice. Because if it's you do hard. it once, it could. If you do it once, it could be luck. Twice is never luck. Yeah, look at this. Uh, oh yeah. my God! Is it a terrible? How old are you? I'm 56. And you're bench pressing over three pounds, uh, 300. What's the most you ever curled? I'm gonna guess 100. I, 100 pounds. You curled 100. I, I, honestly, I, I don't. I don't even curl anymore. Like I just don't. Like it's not a thing. I just don't. I don't know. Dudes why. like to I, I, even though curls when I for curl, the girls. But the mirror muscles, I'll look right? in the mirror. Yeah, it's one time mirror. I only look in the mirror is when I'm curling. Sun's out, guns out. Right? I don't really. Yeah. I hope for guns. How do I get guns? I don't have your discipline. So you know what I need is that is that mind. Yeah, or a good doctor, right? You get the GHG. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Whatever that this cheating is stuff. Hold on. But I've never heard. I've always heard how much you bench. How much do you squat? What? Has it ever been a question? How much do you curl? Is that is that a new one? 
That's kind of a new one. That yeah, is a kind of tools. Tools. Yeah. tools, yeah. I invented that. Yeah. How much can you curl? I wasn't expecting that. Wait, how much have you deadlifted, Tom? I'm going to guess you did. I don't dead. like deadlifting. I, I, I don't deadlift. Anymore? You no, used to? I, very seldom, and it's with dumbbells, and I'm doing very lightweight. Okay. It's in a routine I'm doing that day. But Brett, would you deadlift 500? Deadlift's, deadlift's a thing, you know. Yeah, it is a thing. No, like like 365-ish. Damn. Give or take. That's impressive. Yeah. But I, my biggest curl last week was uh, 16 ounces, Jenny Light. Ah, ah, wow. Oh, God. I tell you, I need that. This was a lot of fun. You know what made this better? If we had a cold one. If we had a couple cold ones. Yeah, why don't we go over to uh, Rock Holiday Village here? We could. Yeah, a cold one. It's Friday. This was, yeah. Support local brewery. Don't taunt me. If I didn't have hockey tonight, I'd join you. Seriously. Brett, it was great seeing you, buddy. Oh, it was uh, great having me on. Thank you so much. Brett Sobereski, you can get the book on Amazon. Yes, sir. Which is unbelievable. And the great, uh, look at Todd Baxter. Todd, great. Thanks. You're natural at this. Both of you guys are. Hey, what an honor to be with you guys. Seriously. This was Love a lot it. of fun. Le- learned. Hey, I learned you could sing. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I, I, didn't know. I, heard, I was listening to the show this morning. That was awesome, man. I'm not a bravado person. Tell him, Zach. But that wasn't the... <laughs> if he says so. <laughs> Stop. What he said... We want to do a follow-up, me and LBO. We will next time LBO's up next week. We'll talk about doing a follow-up song. Is he a guest with you next week? Yeah, next uh, Thursday's back up. He's not a one-hit wonder. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna gonna try it again. (laughs) Good stuff. Great seeing you, Todd. Give Mary all my best. Likewise to you, Brett. Great seeing you, buddy. You too, man. All right, and good luck in your next adventure, whatever it may be. Thank you. You gonna run home or are you gonna drive home? No, I I got my I got my work in this morning, so I'm driving. Okay, just checking. Two 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 ninety five hundred tenth caller right now. Before we go, two tickets for Foreigner, the historic farewell tour next June, Darien Lake. Tenth caller two 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 ninety five hundred. Yeah, all right, give Zach a call. Viking fans been wanting to call in. Save your call for Monday. All right, I want Viking fan to call on Monday mm-hmm. so I can take shots at the Vikings because <laughs> they're a fraud. For Zach, wow. for Zach, for Todd, for Brett, I am Tools. Stay tuned. Rizzo and Jeff up next. This is Radio.